day one Lions draft. Was there any surprises? <laughs> no, it's the same old Lions bullshit. And I'm going to explain why. Is Okuda a bad player? No. Don't get me wrong. Was he the top corner? Some would say Some would say other guys were rising to the top. I really don't think corner is a big deal. Um, who was the corner on the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, they didn't have really that great a corner play. I think corner play is, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind a second contract guy. Uh, that's someone you go get in the offseason. Uh, but what we basically did was replace Slay with a younger, slightly uh, cheaper uh, product. And that's okay, because I really didn't like Slay anyway, but um, some guys did in Detroit, you know, and uh, that's fine if you liked him. I, I didn't like him. I didn't like I didn't think he was, uh, everyone thought he was a shutdown corner, this and that. I didn't see that. I just thought he was an okay player. Was he the worst? No, he wasn't the worst. I'm not going to go on there. You guys, every time I say something, think I'm going to some super extreme, which sometimes I do, but Slay was not a bad player, and he wasn't some great Hall of Famer. Okay, he was a good player. That's it. Okuda has an upside that he could be a little bit better than Slay, I, I believe. But I didn't want that, and I don't think anyone else did either. And it was for the simple fact of there's nothing, nothing about a corner is exciting, guys. I mean, you're not getting Deion Sanders, okay? You know, you're not getting some flashy Jalen Ramsey. This guy does his job. He's a good player. Um, you know, he's a poor man's Daryl Rivas, maybe. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think he's some great player, but there really wasn't anything from three to the rest of the first round that super wowed me. Um, Brown, you know, he was okay. I mean, Davison on the same school as Brown played just as good. So, I mean, Brown was kind of a question mark, but, I mean, he was flashy on his highlight tape, looked amazing. I mean, uh, he could be a star. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Uh, Simmons, obviously, versatile guy like that. And I've seen a couple guys talk about it. This team preaches versatility, and then they let Simmons go. That makes zero sense. Um, but that's the Lions. And uh, we go down the list. The thing that I'm most excited about is going into the second round tonight is all three star running backs that that Detroit really, really likes are still there. They're still there, guys. DeAndre Swift, I mean, this guy's a star. He's still there. This can be a huge, but what? this is what upsets me as a Lions fan is we'll get all hyped up and we'll go, DeAndre Swift, <laughs> and what will they do? <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they're... They get gross mottos or some bullshit, dude. It, it, it's it, They try to be the smartest guy in the room. Bob Quinn comes out today and says all the fans are idiots. Um, no, we're, we're not. We watch the shit. We know what the salary cap is. We know how many years you got the guy. We can see the guys on the decline or upswing. We're not that. Fans aren't dumb like the 1980s, man. You could say that in like the 80s and the 70s and the 80s and the early 90s maybe. But around 2000s, guys started paying attention a lot more. We had Madden. We got uh, contracts were available to look up. It's not like back in the day when, you know, a guy would be like, you don't know the half of it. And we really didn't know it. But now you do. You can you can get a lot of information. 
And there is a lot of guys tonight, man, that I would love when we do have three picks in the next two rounds. Um, you know, guys ask me all the time, you trade down here again? And I wouldn't mind it only if I come away with Taylor or Swift. Taylor Swift. No, I'm kidding. But Taylor or Swift or maybe Dobbins, okay? But I don't understand one thing is is say you trade down or say you get McKinley with the first pick in the second, you know, the third pick in the second round, which is our first pick. I love McKinley. That's a good pick, okay? It really is. But why would you let DeAndre Swift go? You know what I mean? Like, let, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let a running back fall to us in the later round. I've talked about this. That's a Band-Aid, guys. Why do you always got to wait till they fall? Go up and get somebody, man. You know, put, put some butts in the seat, man. You don't think DeAndre Swift will put some asses in the seat? You don't think Jonathan Taylor has the pedigree? The guy reminds me of a Jamal Lewis back in the day, and, and that guy had a great career. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> this is a, what the Lions do. And tonight, because we can actually justify Okuda if tonight pans out. But they did that to us last year. Do you get what I'm saying? They took a tight end. Half of us, we're all on the fence, but we hope for the best, right? We're like, okay, if this kid's a stud, we got a tight end, the best tight end in the in the, in the the draft, according to the you know census coming out. We get him. We're not happy about it. You never get a tight end in the top ten. You got him. That's fine. We had to deal with it. Coming the second day, now when you make a reach like that, you've got to make up for it. You can't just go, oh, well, we got, you know, we got that, and now we got to, we'll just wait till something else falls. You got to go get these guys, man. And they have an ability tonight to help a lot of fans get back on the. See, the thing about the Lions that kills me the most is they act like the fans don't mean shit to them about every single thing aspect in football. The fans don't mean a fucking thing to these guys. And that's wrong, because you know what? We're the ones buying the tickets, buying the merchandise. You have nothing without the fans, okay? This, the product is garbage right now, okay? You're going to go in there with Carrion Johnson? If anyone thinks Carrion Johnson's any good, you need to go get checked out for a little more than Corona. You got something missing up top. He's a decent back, but he can't stay healthy. He had the dropsies last year, fumbles last year, key fumbles. We could have won the damn Kansas City game. He fumbled. He, he dropped a couple passes later on in the season. He dropped a pass to win a game. He, he's not a winning player. That's what it boils down to, guys. My, my logic, my talk, when I tell you guys, it's about winning. It's about putting butts in the seat. I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about sometimes. I, I, you know, I got guys coming at me because I don't like what Okuda at three, which is like damn near 90% of the people out there don't like the Okuda at three. But I get criticized. And I get yelled at, and like the guy, I said Okuda's a good player. I just don't like him at three. That's as simple as that. Well, you don't know nothing about football. No, I'm pretty sure that that's everyone's consensus, that you should have drafted Tua and made the team come up and trade. It's common fucking sense. And if they don't trade with you, you go out and find out what you can get for Stafford because there's teams that need a quarterback. Okay, and Matt Stafford, you know, you might get a second, third, fourth round for the fucking guy, okay? You know, it's it's common fucking sense. I mean, it, like, so, yeah, so what's the big difference between 
you know, getting another guy who damn near might not even, I mean, Okuda's going to make the team. He's going to be a starter. That's fine. But remember, defensive line makes a corner look really good or really bad. And we have one of the worst defensive lines in the league, if not the worst. Okay? Especially with the guys who we just lost. Okay? We already had the worst. Then you lose Snacks Harrison. You lose Ashawn Robinson. Two guys that actually played pretty damn well. It's, it's, it's very scary to me this night tonight is it's it's the scariest thing ever for me because deandre swift and jonathan taylor are still on the board and so is dobbins but dobbins he could go first pick tonight i you know those three guys are interchangeable it's whoever you like i i fell in love with deandre swift i was a taylor guy the whole time i admire dobbins i think they're all three great players i'll be happy with any one of those three but if you get mckinley i won't be upset because the guy's a damn good player, and he's probably one of the best safeties in the draft. You get Grant Delpit, I won't be upset. <laughs> Those two guys are really good ball players, and and they should have been first rounders, damn near. But if you get those guys, and then the run of running backs goes, and Taylor, Dobbins, and Swift go in a 10, 12 pick stretch, and you have the next couple picks coming up, and you miss out on one of those guys, it's gonna ruin the season for you guys. It, it's it's if you go into the season with Carryon Johnson and one of those guys, you have a real good chance of something uh, of just being exciting, of, if nothing less. Okay, um, I realize that it's not a fantasy draft, and you know, but I honestly, if you came away with DeAndre Swift, Taylor, like I keep talking and K.J. Hamler, and then whatever you do with that other pick, whether it be Cushenberry or, uh, you know, Zach Baum, any, anybody, okay? I mean, there's going to be a ton of guys left. I know it's two offensive guys, and that's, you know, it's a little, we don't, we need defense, quote, unquote. But, man, those two guys would look amazing, uh, especially when Danny Amendola's getting older, Um KJ Hamler is an exciting product, man, and there's he, he, I don't know how far he's gonna slip. Uh, so is Pittman Jr. from USC, a lot different than you know KJ. There, you know, one's a slot, one's kind of like a possession guy, but both guys are uh, can be really good going forward, and that's what you want. There's so many stars out there tonight, and this is the thing that kills us all, guys. I understand that Gross Matos is not a bad player. Okay, he's not, he's actually pretty decent. And that's why when I trash a guy sometimes, I'm just trashing because it's not what, what I think they should do. And when they do their thing, they have a track record showing that they haven't been doing, picking well. So I can't really go, well, I'm wrong and they're right. Obviously, they make all the money. They make, no, because they, the team fucking stinks because they draft the wrong guys. Jelani Tavai would have been there in the fifth fucking round. You fucking draft him in the second, you wasted a pick. Let's, let's just be honest. So tonight, you got McKinley, you got you got Swift, you, you know, you got Zach Bond, you got uh, a couple interior linemen. The the guards are just steady, steady there. Zach Bredesen out of Michigan, <laughs> he kept Chase uh, Chase Young just like held him to nothing. I mean, that guy was awesome. You seen uh, Ruiz go in the first round? That was a that was a, one of the worst picks in the draft I've ever seen in my life. 
That guy, that Ruiz was fucking terrible. So I don't understand. Like whoever picked him, that that that's just a horrible scouting job. But that was good for us because there's so much more out there. And if we would have took a second round pick when Swift and a couple other guys are there, and you took Ruiz, who I, I don't even understand how he could be drafted. If you watched Michigan football, Ruiz was a fucking liability. Just like uh, coming into the league, uh, you know, everyone got mad at me because I, I didn't like a couple guys that they drafted out of Michigan the first time. And one's leaving, and, and he's rated really high on pro football focus and all that. But, I mean, he stunk for Michigan. He got a little bit better in the pros. Obviously, he's grading out well, but has has – his play, um, well, did that equate to winning? And, and, the, and the thing about this is when guys try to tell me about drafting somebody and then going like this and go, well, you know, even if we get DeAndre Swift, um, well, let's not use Swift because we'll use, um, we'll use Okuda or I don't know, someone like, I think Swift could actually win you ball games. I really do. So we're talking about Okuda and what's the difference between a journeyman at the end of his career for a couple of years and Okuda besides the longevity and the, and the younger and whatever else, as far as plays concerned, that's debatable. And is that going to win you ball games? Not really because we just had Darius Slay, who you guys are super high on, right? You guys were fucking talking about Slay being the greatest of all time, right? Well, if he's so fucking great, how come we didn't equate to wins? You know what I'm saying? So guys go, well, he's a corner, and that doesn't equate to winning. Well, why the fuck do you draft a corner then if the corner that you had was a pro bowler and it didn't equate to winning? Uh, you know, it's it, 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 guys do equate to winning, you fucking idiots. That's why I've, I've been trying to tell you. fucking. So it's like the Patriots, you know, and the, one, a lot of people said without Tom Brady, they wouldn't have done shit. And I don't know how true that is or how, how it isn't, but it's called winning players. In some seasons, he had other winning players around him, and they won. And in some seasons, he didn't have the right mix, and they lost. It's as simple as that. Even when you're good, if you still don't get the right guys, you fucking lose. Let alone if you're shitty and lose all the time, and you don't get the right guys, you fucking lose even more. And we've seen that for 25 fucking years on the Lions. And that's just 25 years I've been watching. Probably, obviously, more. (laughs) I mean, like... It comes down to it. She's cheap, and it, it, I, I just, I don't bash the Akuda pick. I, I do for where it was picked. The player, I don't mind him. Um, but like I said, is it going to equate to winning? Obviously, with the factors of his name, no. Now, getting DeAndre Swift, a steady running back that can catch the ball out of the backfield and is elusive player, he's going to pick you up first downs. Like uh, how many last year that we just needed one first down to win a ball game? Look at the Patriots last year. They needed one first down to beat Miami to get a first round bye. They lost. Second time around, they needed a first down against Tennessee to get a field goal. They didn't get it. They lost. One first down could be the ball game. You get DeAndre Swift, that could be a, a game changer. Okay? You get a guy like Epinesa and some other thing, it's going to be, they're not going to, it's the same shit. Those guys don't pan out to win wins, man, because he's not going to put that much pressure on the quarterback where it's going to make a difference. The one guy that could have done that was Chase Young, and he's he's gone, okay? I mean, I do think McKinley is a great fucking pick because he's one of the top-rated safeties. And I think Grant Delpit is a flat-out fucking star. 
I, he was a top seven pick for fucking six months, and he just kept falling. I, I, that's the type of guy where I would look really hard at and see. We all watched LSU this year, especially because they were in the playoffs and they went on a run and they were exciting. Grant Delpit was a hell of a fucking ball player, man. You're telling me he's still there? I mean, I understand those two safeties and a couple other players. Zach Bond's a fucking amazing player out of Wisconsin linebacker. That guy's fucking amazing. Um, but if they don't go with the, the pedigree, the top safety, the guys that were slid out of the first, this is where we've seen Bob Quinn go with like a fourth rounder that no one's ever heard of. And that it, it, every year it fucks our team every year, and they do it every year. I I, I mean, so it's like I'm trying to get excited because I know the possibilities tonight are are very high that we get a really good ball player, but the possibilities where they fuck it up are even higher. So I'm just talking to you guys, and like I said, I heard a thing today too that Bob Quinn was going to be smartest guy in the room again. And try to get us like a Jalen Hurts or a fucking Jacob Eason or something. That would be the dumbest of if he does that. I swear, I swear to you guys, I will never comment on the Lions again. I will never watch them until they get a star fucking player that I can appreciate. And that and that would be coming very soon because they that team would be a piece of shit for years. If you go out in second and third rounds, get a quarterback when you had a chance at Tua Tungvaloa, the fucking top prospect in the last three years of the draft, that people everyone knew was going to be number one pick until he got hurt. He was a fucking dog. Look at the tape. He can do fucking so many things, you dumb fucks out there. Ooh, I got to talk to some dumb motherfucker about how Tua sucked, a couple guys, because you don't understand football at all. Talk about how I don't know football. Fucking watch fucking Tung- Tua's tape. You guys got, got fucking drooling over Tua's tape. He's got, he's got his footwork alone. It's fucking top-notch. He'll be a top-10 quarterback in the league just off the footwork, okay? Not to mention his touch passing and his fucking accuracy. He'd be a top-15 quarterback day one. So you're telling me about some fucking I-don't-know-football and all this shit because you, now you go out and they draft a quarterback in the second or third round? They shouldn't draft a quarterback at all. You just fucking spent a bunch of money on Chase Daniel being being some fucking, like, Chase Daniel something. The guy hasn't done shit ever. He stunk when he got his chance. He's a fucking guy that puts, like, bubble gum on the on the jacket being funny and shit. Like, like old uh, Mark Sanchez used to do, like, blow a snot rocket on the guy's coat and shit, you know? Like, he ain't no fucking quarterback. And the thing is, the thing that kills me is, is they're acting like they're on a fucking sand clock to win. If you're on a sand clock to win, you wouldn't have made the moves that you've already fucking made. Do you understand that? That's what's killing us. We uh we got to win now. We, we, our contracts and everything, uh, it's up against it. We have to win now. Well, what are the moves you're making right here? It doesn't signify win now. In fact, it's the complete opposite. It, it has nothing to do with winning now. You got rid of a Pro Bowl cornerback and brought a fucking uh, a, a rookie cornerback in. How many rookie cornerbacks play well a uh, Super Bowl? How many rookie rookie corners took their team to the playoffs or Super Bowl? Fucking none. Shit, Deion Sanders couldn't even make the fucking uh, playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless of what you think, man, we want to win, and I want to win. I want to see a winner, but you got to do everything the certain way, man. Like, 
tonight's a big telling tell. Can they fucking do it? Can they can they go out and get three names that that people know? Because I've noticed over the years, guys that are fucking stellar in the league are usually fucking guys that played well in college. Do we can we can we come to that agreement? Like I I had some guy last night tell me about oh man the Raiders they draft so fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah and look. Uh, oh, here he goes. He goes, Gruden drafts so stupid. Uh, uh. Yeah, that's why they fucking uh, were like, what, a game away from the playoffs last year? You fucking idiot. They fucking uh, improved their record by three, four games last year, but they didn't draft well, you dumb fuck. It's because he identified players that he liked and he went after them. Now, was Cleveland Farrell at three a good pick? No, but you know what? When you know Cleveland Farrell is a fucking hell of a ball player, you go get him. I loved it. I love what they did this year. Ruggs was a fucking flat-out star. Ruggs is going to be a... His athleticism is one of the top five in the league day one he enters the league. He's one of the top seven fastest players in the fucking league as soon as he steps on the field. Oh, they didn't draft Jerry, Judy, and CeeDee Lamb. I understand that. Both those guys are fucking great players. I think CeeDee Lamb's better than Judy, and I think CeeDee Lamb might be better than Ruggs. But what they did was they went out and got something that you can't buy and you can't fucking get. That's called athleticism and speed. And guess what athleticism and speed did? Won the Super Bowl this past season. And usually wins in the league every season. If coached properly. This guy goes out and get Henry Ruggs is a flat out fucking star. He makes everyone better. He's going to open up lanes. He's going to, you know, you got to cover him. You got to throw a shell over the top of him. That's going to open up other things. Hunter Renfro already had a humongous season last year. He's going to have another humongous season. Uh, You know, so tonight is um, just the key to everything, guys. It, It really is. Like, they get DeAndre Swift, and I'll be, if you get DeAndre Swift and McKinney, I know it's hard to pull both those guys off. But if you were to get one or two of those guys with Okuda, now you're looking at one of the best drafts. If you make three solid picks tonight, which God knows, Bob Quinn, it's like a fucking playing with a grenade with the pin out already. Guy's a fucking moron. But if you make three good selections, you could possibly turn everything around. You could turn the fans' faith in you around. You can turn this ball club into a winner. I don't think there's only 24 guys that play on the fucking field. Okay. I mean, like, you know, like you got to get a winner. That's all it is. That's all it is to it. Is, uh, you, you don't have a running back in, in 25 years. You got DeAndre Swift sitting there. What is the problem? I wouldn't have been fucking, you know, it's, it sounds funny to say I wouldn't have been against fucking drafting a running back at three. Fuck. I don't, that's how bad they fucking need one. You know, that's obviously outlandish to say, and I'm joking around, but it's like, when have we had a running back? We haven't. Now the best running backs in football are sitting there, and you have a chance to get one, and you're going to go get some, probably some no-name that we've never heard, and then justify why you're bringing uh, fucking some, how many times did they bring several no-names in? Or they weren't no-names, they were just guys that were just had nothing in the tank. C.J. Anderson, uh, LeGarrette Blount, you got, they tried every fucking thing. Go get a fucking star, and he's sitting right there. God, I mean, they're probably going to come away with Jonathan Taylor because they have some fetish about all these different spots, right? 
Now, back when I watched football, <laughs> I mean, like, we all watched it. I mean, I still watch it, but Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, fucking Adrian Peterson, you didn't need a special short yardage third down back, motherfucker. You had the goddamn goat in the backfield, okay? You don't need a fucking... You look what uh, Kenyon Drake did when he came in. They had three fucking good runners, Chase Edmonds and a couple guys running 200 yards and six touchdowns, and uh, Drake come over and, and no one else got the fucking ball once because the guy was a fucking star. You don't need a fucking 10 backs. Run the motherfucker dry. And at, at, the, at that point, you still have depth in the backfield because you got carry-on who you, pay, you fucking drafted in the, what, first round, I think it was, second round? So... It's just a big thing tonight, guys. They got to get somebody that you can buy a jersey. Whose jersey do you guys have? TJ Hawkinson? You got that fucking piece of shit jersey? Probably got a shit stain around the ass cheeks of it or a yellow streak in the back. Whose jersey you guys getting? You guys getting Okuda? Fucking so you guys can be clear when you go down to Dearborn or what? What is, what is, I I can't, there's none, no one on the Lions where I'd be like, God bless it. I'll 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 throw $120 on and wear that guy's name, and I'm proud. You know, Matt Stafford is is one of the only guys, and that's because he grew he like grew on us. He's our quarterback. That's cool, but he really hasn't won any ball games. He's not like some fucking great player. He's a decent player. If he was a great player, he'd be top five every year. He's about top 20 every year. And there's only 32 teams, guys. I mean, and the last 10, 12 guys get rotated out because they stink. They get drafted for and fucking move on. He's always sitting at around 15 to 20. He ain't even breaking the top 10. So, you know, it's just we have nothing to root for. And that could all change tonight, day two of the draft. See what old Robert Quinn and Fat Patricia. And by the way, and let's talk about this real quick before we go. Matt Patricia got a pencil in his ear at home. Get the fuck out of here, will you? Like, get the fuck out of here. I got a pencil in my ear at all times because I'm the coach. And now that, shut the fuck up. Seriously. I mean, like, that was the, I was about to seriously start dying laughing. And Bob Quinn looking like a fucking a member of Oasis singing Wonderwall as the pick went in, looked like, uh, he just looked terrible. And then Miami gets up there, and I don't know if anyone's seen this, it was uh, on Scott Van Pelt's Sports Center. The fucking GM from Miami got up there and said, oh, man, we didn't even talk to the Lions. We knew they weren't going to do shit. That just tells you everything right there. You draft the fucking guy, and then uh, during the draft process, you start realizing, oh, shit. Man, the hype of the draft alone, no matter what, if it's live, or if it's at this bullshit going on right now, you go like this and you, you get hyped up and go, oh, God, man, Tua is good. Uh, man, all right, just call him. We'll give him a second or third and see what they'll do. Fuck, fuck, we need that guy. Instead, you fucking draft Okuda. And, and Okuda would have been there for a long time. He would have been there for at least uh, top eight. So I, I just, I don't know, man. They got a decent, uh, with drafting Okuda, they still do have a de- decent base, um, a base for a, a good draft because you can go like this and you can say, okay, we got the top corner in the draft. Now you can get the top safety in the draft. Now you can get one of the top guards in the draft and you can get the top running back. So you still have the chance at some top players in the draft, which is an uh, pretty amazing at this point, to be honest with you, that no one took a safety 
or a running back. It's it's pretty or actually a couple of running back did go off, but I mean guys had Swift a lot higher than uh, Eclair <laughs> uh, from uh, LSU, even though he was a great player. He is a good player, and the more you watch at him, you're like, oh shit. And Kansas City got a flat out fucking stud, man. Flat out fucking stud. And the only way you're going to beat teams that are going to be going to the Super Bowl is you have to draft enough offense to keep up with them because you're not going to stop Patrick Mahomes. You're just not going to. That Patriots defense and other teams, you know, uh, that had good defenses, hell, they, they ran it up on them boys, and that's just how it is. T- Tennessee Titans had a great defense. Kansas City put up, what, 45 in the second half? It was a fucking massacre, dude. You got you to gotta, you gotta be able to keep up, and that's what the Lions have to focus on tonight. They got a lot of stars left in the draft, boys. Let's see what old Bob Quinn has up his sleeve for tonight. It's probably a packet of a mustard that he fucking accidentally dropped. Uh, we'll see what happens tonight. Obviously, I'll be back on tomorrow talking about how I hate the picks of yesterday or today because it's, it's going to probably be like that. And I will have a conniption online as they happen, so be looking out for that. Uh, this has been Talking Shoot, another draft podcast. Day two, boys. Let's see what we get. Probably another uh, joke. All right. See you tomorrow, guys.